the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Let Us Reason, a Christian-Muslim dialogue with host Al Fadi. Let Us Reason is a unique show utilizing theology, apologetics, and evangelism to reach Muslims for Christ by comparing and contrasting Christian and Muslim doctrines. And now, your host, Al Fadi. Well, good morning, everyone. Hope you're having a fabulous, fabulous day. This is uh, Al Fadi. If you just tuned in, this is Let Us Reason. And again, we're thankful for your participation, your partnership. Uh, again, as always, I want to remind you that uh, this is exciting milestone for us. We are literally approaching the end of our fifth season on the air. Uh, we're probably just a handful of shows or episodes that are left for us to close the fifth season. And by October, we are into our sixth season. So thank you again for your partnership and your support. Today, I am going to actually be talking about something interesting that we have just released on our YouTube channel, which is CIRA International, C as in Charlie, C-I-R-A International. And obviously, if you haven't subscribed yet, please do so. Once you subscribe to CIRA International channel on YouTube, what happens is Whenever we post a video, you'll be notified immediately, not only of the video, but sometimes even of the comments and the interactions, depending on your setting. But at least you'll be notified uh, that a video has been posted. Given the backlog of videos that we have, expect one video a week from now until probably 2020, uh, assuming we don't even add more, which we plan, Lord willing, to add more videos anywhere from 25 to 50 more uh, between August and the end of the year. But I'm saying without adding any more, the backlog that we have is enough to carry us all the way until 2020 and, uh, you know, at least the first quarter of 2020. So uh, having said that, I want to, uh, you know, bring your attention to a new series that we have just released myself and Dr. Jay Smith. <clears throat> and uh, the series um, uh, pretty much, uh, you know, has this title, Has the Quran Changed? That's pretty much the name uh, of this series. And then we have, uh, we have questions related to each episode. So episode one that we released about a little over a week ago, it says it's the introduction to Quranic corrections. Now, why did we call it this way? Because the whole series, which is about nine shows, is based on a book that just been recently released. And this book is called Corrections in Early Quran Manuscripts. And it says it has 20 examples when in fact it has 22. And it is done by Dr. Daniel Allen Brubaker. And by the way, this is kind of like the fruit of his PhD research that he 
finished a couple of years ago when he earned his PhD from Rice University. He began his PhD with the hope that he can find about seven or eight corrections done to early Quranic manuscripts. And again, when we say early, we're talking about 7th, 8th, and 9th century. And his hope was to look at some of the early Quranic manuscripts and prove that there were some evidence of editing. Either they erased something, or they erased something and wrote on top of it, or they corrected something that was written wrong, or they added something or inserted something that was missing, and so on and so forth. Believe it or not, he is now up to 4,000 of those evidence and incidents. So his book is not even 10%, uh, not even 1%. It's less than 1% of what he found, actually. It's just a teaser, a taste of this. So we took the book, me and Jay Smith, and we decided that we want to promote this book through doing a number of shows on that. And as a result of this, we ended up doing, like I said, about nine shows, and we just released episode number two. So we have at least seven more to go. It's a very interesting series because it sends shockwaves among our Muslim friends who are basically taught to believe that the Quran that we have today is a perfect replica of the first revelation received by the Prophet of Islam 1,400 years ago between 610 and 632 when he died. So he did about 23 years of ministry, and he claimed to have received his first revelation in the year 610 when he was in a cave in Mecca, claimed that a, an angelic being appeared to him. At least that's what he says. No eyewitness to collaborate that. And then over the course of 23 years, supposedly the same angelic being kept appearing to him. It was later, almost 14 years later, when he migrated from Mecca to Medina and encountered the Jewish communities over there that he gave an identity to this angelic being and he called him Gabriel. Obviously, uh, the Bible in 2 Corinthians 11, 13 and 14, it tells us that even Satan and his angels can masquerade as an angel of light. So we're not endorsing an angelic being here. We believe it's quite possible that Muhammad did see a spiritual being. He may even perceive it to be an angel. He may even believed what this being have told him, but that doesn't in any way prove that he was a prophet sent by God, the biblical God that is. Because it is finished on the cross. Jesus is the ultimate revelation of God. God doesn't need to reprove himself and resend another message that might you, uh, I may add to say, contradicted the entire message of the Bible. If you look at the Bible narrative from Genesis to Revelation, that is basically a revelation that spans over the course of about 1,400 years, written by 40-plus authors inspired by the Holy Spirit to write it, writing the Word of God over three continents in three different languages, primarily Hebrew for the Old Testament with little Aramaic, at least in Daniel, for instance, and in the New Testament, which is in the Greek. It is done, and God doesn't need to resend another prophet with a language like the Arabic language that is minimal, in terms of its group that understands it in the Arabian Peninsula, foreign 
to the biblical language and the teaching in the Quran, the, that's the revelation that Muhammad claimed that he has brought with him, contradicts many of the essentials that are found in the Bible. Regardless of the fact that the Quran promotes the idea of monotheism, that doesn't mean it approves the principle and the concept of the Trinity and that we worship a one triune God who revealed himself in three distinct persons who existed for all of eternity. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's what the scripture teaches. That's what Jesus came to affirm as well. And Quran, Quranic message that denies the crucifixion and hence salvation by grace. It denies the atonement of sin by the blood of Christ. It denies the burial and resurrection of Christ and therefore our justification by the work of Christ and so on and so forth. Nevertheless, it is this book, the Quran, that Muslims are taught to believe that it's a perfectly preserved book over the course of 1400 years until we begin to do textual criticism on these manuscripts of the Quran to show you that it is far from being a perfect book. And this book that was done by Dr. Daniel Allen Brubaker on these corrections or examples of these corrections is just a sample of such basically devastating news to our friends. And our job, really, myself and Dr. J. Smith, is not to really poke people in the eye. Our job is to help them wake up from the deep sleep that I was myself in for 30 plus years of my life, thinking the same way that I believed in a God that sent the perfect message in a book that has been perfectly preserved. So the book basically is available right now for any of you. It's not that expensive at all. You can buy it from Amazon or other, you know, basically outlets. You can watch the series and get a, a look at the cover of, the, uh, of that book to make sure that it is the correct one. But if you go to Amazon and just type corrections in early Quran manuscripts and the name Daniel Allen Brubaker, it's the only one that's going to pop up. And uh, that will be the book that you can, uh, if you're interested, of course, buy and see for yourself those examples. Now, what is so interesting is that since the release of this episode, um, we have received, of course, a lot of wonderful you know, comments and encouragements and, uh, and praises uh, from people. But the sad reality is that our Muslim friends are immediately activating the ad hominem approach by attacking the character of Jay Smith, myself, and not to mention, of course, Dr. Uh, Daniel Allen Brubaker, who really, as a researcher, as an academician, all he did is he published part of his research. He really got nothing to gain or to lose out of this. He is just a researcher, someone who did his work, and he doesn't want to hoard his work and keep it locked up in a drawer. He wanted people to have the benefit from it from both sides of the aisle. You know, whether you are someone who is interested in researching the Quran uh, and the history of the Quran and knowing more about its textual criticism history, which is lacking, by the way, because we do not have a science called the textual criticism of the Quran that is a formal science, if you wish. Or if you're a Muslim who really have never heard of such a thing, and now it is your opportunity to see for yourself. Nevertheless, um, it is absolutely encouraging 
to, to hear some remarks from people who are excited about this, but discouraging to also see some remarks from our Muslim friends who are on the attack. Uh, let me read, uh, for instance, some of those uh, remarks. It says, uh, one will say under the comment section for episode one, Excellent as usual, Al-Fadi and Jay Smith. I'm really looking forward to the rest of this series. So we, we thank God for this. Then he proceeded to say, Al-Fadi, it was a pleasure and honor to meet you in person. This is a person that I ended up meeting recently. Another one saying, I'm an ex-Muslim. I have been for 35 plus years. And he's saying 55 now, meaning his age is 51. 51, I should say. And have been proactively belligerent in my polemics to Islam. Though I do not subscribe to your brand interpretation of Bible Christianity, but I do accept the Bible to be the word of God. I totally, and let's continue, respect, appreciate, and have benefited from your hard work. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that's really encouraging. Thank you. You know, we thank this person uh, for saying this. I'm not going to mention names just out of respect for their privacy, by the way. You can go to our YouTube channel, Sierra International. Again, it's C as in Charlie, C-I-R-A International on YouTube. And go to this particular series that we just released and go to the comment section. And again, the series, we called it basically, I'll give you the exact title, Has the Quran Changed? Introduction to Quranic Corrections, Episode 1. We have up to 7,200 views already, even though it's been released for at least uh, the last uh, nine days now. That's very encouraging. And the list can go on and on and on. Now, I'm going to try to find some Islamic comments here um, uh, because I want you to see how our Muslim friends tend to react to things like this. Now, here is a Muslim comment. It was posted uh, at least uh, recently, and it says this, Islam is religion prescribed mankind by their creator. I guess he's trying to say Islam is a religion that is prescribed to mankind by their creator. Is the religion of Prophet Abraham, Moses, Jesus, and Muhammad, peace be upon all of them. Okay, In his mind, Islam is the same religion that Abraham practiced, Moses practiced, Jesus practiced, and now Muhammad also came and practiced. Quran is the miracle sent to Muhammad, peace be upon him, by Allah through angel Gabriel to guide mankind in darkness to light. Is perfect script, which never altered by man, because Allah protected and will protect until the last day. Prophet Muhammad is the last prophet sent to mankind. Another word, Prophet Muhammad, is the seal of the prophets. Prophet Muhammad never read or written before the revelation Okay. Or after the prophethood, Quran has no contradiction or mistakes. Allah challenged, challenged us in many verses of Quran to produce one verse similar to the Quran or bring any mistakes inside the Quran. Allah is perfect and his attributes are perfect. His creation are perfect. Al-Fadi, you misguided your own self. You know the truth. Quran is word of Allah. Come back to the right path. Don't follow devil's whisper. Now, for God's sake, did did you hear all of this? Okay? I mean, if you go to the comment section and you just scroll down for that episode, you cannot miss this one. It is the largest comment I received from a Muslim. 
This is a guy who have just supposedly watched an episode that clearly stated that the Quran has corrections in its early manuscripts, might I add. Now, why is that crucial, by the way? Because if the foundation for the Quran that we have today has been corrected or edited, I don't want to even use the word tampered with so I don't make people upset, but rightly so, it has been tampered with because Muslims claim that it's perfectly preserved. What do you call these corrections then if it is not tampering? Okay, so here is a guy who just watched this. Instead of saying, I will go and get the book and I will go through it and I'm going to refute the arguments. No, use an emotional argument. He's immediately on saying the blah, 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 as usual. The stuff that he has memorized like a parrot. Doesn't think, doesn't reason, doesn't use logic. And then at the end thinks, I'm the one who's misguided and needs to come back to the path of righteousness. Now, I don't know what to say about this. This is a classic example of the reactions that you're going to get from our Muslim friends. Another one is immediately invo invoking the Shahada, the Islamic creed. That's his answer to the whole thing. Okay, Instead of at least saying uh, basically that, okay, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to look for myself. I don't buy what you guys are saying, but I'm going to give you a scientific or academic refutation of what you said. No, we don't get these kind of things. Okay. All we get is attack and attack and attack and attack and attack without even, without even trying to at least reason with us. Here's another guy that obviously have no clue what he's talking about. This guy's saying, oh my God, Jay Smith have been refuted by Mansoor Ahmed. He's referring to Mansoor Ahmed, who is the founder or one of the founders of a website called Islamic Awareness that deals with Quranic manuscripts. Who, oh, by the way, if you go and type Jay Smith, uh, okay, uh, and uh, Quranic corrections, you'll see Mansoor Ahmed engaged with a debate with uh, Hatoon uh, Jay Smith uh, at Hyde Park recently, just maybe within the last uh, six weeks or so. Uh, or maybe eight weeks, uh, uh, you know, so it was in the summer, summertime, uh, I want to say around May, June of this year. And you'll see that Mansoor Ahmed was speechless. And here's a guy who's passionate about just defending, inventing lies that Jay Smith has been refuted. You go and watch it for yourself. You tell me if he was refuted, okay? At Hyde Park, he's saying he's refuted at the Hyde Park. It's tough enough to continue spread the lie again then the fake ex-Muslim Al-Fadi. The funniest thing is they question it, it, but original manuscript of Quran, which can be memories, it be, uh, memorized because it cannot be uh, basically rewritten. I mean, uh, the English is broken here. I'm just trying to read uh, or decipher what the person is trying to say. Uh, here, here you go again. Uh, you know, somebody is ba basically uh, making a claim based on emotions, no facts. You won't see a simple fact in here saying, or here's a website you can go and see that the Quranic manuscript has been defended. Uh, here is another, uh, uh, you know, basically link to this resource that talks about early Islamists, you know, back in the 12th century and the 11th century defending these errors and things like, you won't find anything like this. All you find is just attacks, attacks, attacks.
we're, we're misguided, we're spreading lies, and we will refute it also, even though I, I don't remember uh, this reputation, but, but so what if somebody tries to refute what we're, we're doing? We're not here to fight people. We're here to present facts. It's facts. The book, for instance, has images of these manuscripts, not just somebody rewrote the manuscript. No, no, an image of that particular manuscript. You look at it, you'll see it, you'll see what Daniel Brubaker, uh, Dr. Brubaker is showing you. For instance, on page 28 of the book, you'll see a copy of a manuscript where the word basically he, okay, he in reference to God was added. So the reference to God was missing. Uh, so it was added either for clarification or at least maybe it was missed out and now they came back and they added it. And you can tell it so clearly it was added at least at a later time because the handwriting style is different. The style of resum itself is different. The original resum was Kufic. This particular one is not. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, 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 the problem with that is that you can tell that uh, somebody either caught something like this later. Later, we're talking at least maybe 50 to 100, if not even more, years later. I mean, obviously, if we can date the ink, it could be as recent as maybe 100 or 200 years ago that somebody was doing the corrections backward. In other words, discovered anything missing and corrected it to match today's Quran. You know what I mean? It's like taking it backward, actually. It's quite possible that that's what's going on. That's a theory that Jay Smith is um, proposing. Uh, I am still on the fence when it comes to that. But the idea for me is that a correction has been done. A mistake was discovered. And therefore, some people had this manuscript, memorized it, or read it without these insertions in it. In other words, they could have understood it totally different from a theological standpoint. Now, we have a... Another example that um, it, uh, by the way, this particular one that was added, um, I'm trying to find you the reference to the chapter uh, because that could be helpful to people. It's chapter 9, verse 72. Chapter 9, verse 72. Uh, that's where you find the, um, the verb he, or the word in Arabic is huwa. Uh, uh, basically, uh, actually, it's in reference to the, uh, uh, you know, the, the word that, that the great victory, okay? So it's defining the great victory that um, if you receive acceptance and, and compassion from God, then that is the greatest thing you can get, which is the great victory. This is the great victory, okay? So uh, without the hua, by the way, you can still read it the same way, but the, uh, the addition of hua or he is a... Uh, uh, basically making it more, um, uh, you know, uh, affirmative, okay? You're affirmative. You're, in, you're using it as an indicative here that this is the greatest victory that you can win if you receive this, you know, acceptance from God. Uh, there is another example on, chapter, uh, on uh, page 31. It's example number two, and it shows also that it's a post-production erasure, and overwritten. In other words, later on, someone uh, discovered a mistake, erased a word, and wrote a word that will match today's word. Okay? And this one uh, can be found basically in chapter 42, verse 21. The word is lahom, uh, or for them. Okay? 
And as a result of this, you can tell that probably another word that was there and now this word has been removed and corrected. You can see why this is extremely important. My time is coming uh, to an end. So Lord willing, I'm going to come back again and revisit this topic, uh, maybe next episode. But uh, meanwhile, I encourage you to go and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Sierra International. Again, that's Sierra with a C as in Charlie, Sierra International. And, uh, um, uh, you know, basically connect with us. You'll receive notifications whenever these series are being released, one episode at a time every week. And we encourage you also to become a patron uh, in patreon.com. And if the Lord puts it in your heart to donate and support us with as little as $1, as much as the Lord puts in your heart, we're really thankful for you. Until we meet again, have a blessed day. Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.